Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 76, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. Great show for you today. It is the milestone edition of Inside the Parker. I'll tell you what that means. And uh, Ben Verlander from FoxSports.com, he'll join us. Also, Steve Marcus, baseball writer from New York, he'll talk about uh, Aaron Judge and if he gets that record, what it means to him. Let's go. Better up. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. Coming into Wednesday, Aaron Judge sat at 57 home runs after he hit two bombs against the Red Sox at Fenway on Tuesday night. And uh, it looks more and more like he's going to get there. He's going to break the record. And uh, he is on a historic pace as far as home runs and the season that he has. Coming into Wednesday, Judge led the American League, of course, in home runs, RBI, And he was fourth in the batting average in the American League, just nine points away from the top spot with three weeks to go. So somehow, some way, he was able to catch fire and uh, win the batting title as well. He would have a triple crown, which doesn't happen often. 
Uh, it, it hasn't happened. It's only happened four times since uh, the 50s. And the last time anybody did it was Miguel Cabrera in 2012. But, but it's been an unbelievable season. I think he's clearly the MVP of the American League. I know there's a Shohei Otani uh, love going on out there, but I'm just not a part of it. I, I just think uh, context, big games, all that stuff matters. And uh, I think Aaron Judge has checked all the boxes. Number two. Albert Pujols has turned back the clock, and here we are coming into Wednesday. He has 697 home runs, fourth all-time. He's also three shy of becoming the fourth member of the exclusive 700 home run club, and the names are a goosebump worthy, of course. Barry Bonds, 762. Hank Aaron, 755. And Babe Ruth, 714. And uh, it's been remarkable after the All-Star break uh, where most people thought him going back to St. Louis to just finish out the string. He would retire. He's passed A-Rod at 696. He sits at 697 with plenty of games left to get to the 700 club. It'll be interesting to see how this thing shakes out and whether or not he gets there. But uh, he's had some career, and this could be an, a magical ending. And imagine all the fans in St. Louis who loved this guy and then were mad when he uh, left for the big contract and uh, with the Angels. But he's back, and he's giving them thrills and chills. And uh, I, I didn't think he was going to do it. I was stunned at his power, and I thought he wouldn't get there. But I, I have to admit with three weeks to go, I, I think he's going to get there. I, I would be stunned if he doesn't get to 700. Number three. St. Louis Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt is trying to do something that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. couldn't do last year, which is win the Triple Crown. And uh, coming into Wednesday, he was seven points behind Freddie Freeman in the batting average race in the National League at 322. He was third in home runs at 35, but the first-place guy, Carl Schwarber, only has two more than him coming into Wednesday. And he's second in RBIs, just one behind the leader. This would be incredible uh, if Paul Goldschmidt can uh, pull this off. Uh, It isn't the first time that he's uh, chasing an MVP award as well. Um, So this would be interesting. Uh, if he's able to win, um, you know, the triple crown in the National League and be the National League MVP. Um, we talked about it earlier. Uh, Miguel Cabrera was the last guy to do it in 2012. Um, uh, so it's been a while. It's been 10 years. Doesn't happen that often. Uh, it's a big deal. I mean, he's got work to do, but he's within reach when you think about all the numbers. Seven off the batting average coming into Wednesday, two off the home run lead, and just one on the RBI lead. He's in position to win the Triple Crown in the National League, and um, I'm going to predict and say he just falls short with the batting average. I think he gets the other two home runs and RBI. But Freddie Freeman has been swinging a great bat for the Dodgers all season long. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. 
All right, now let's welcome in Ben Verlander, of course, from uh, FoxSports.com. He's a baseball analyst. Ben, welcome to the podcast, my friend. How are you? I appreciate it, man. I'm doing great. Always happy to come on with you. Man, let's talk. There's so much stuff to get to. First uh, Tuesday night, Aaron Judge hit two more home runs. Coming into Wednesday, he has 57 trying to break the American League record of 61 by Roger Maris in 1961. Of course, wore a Yankee uniform when he did it. How amazing of a season is this? And are you surprised that it looks like he's going to get there? Uh, it is It is truly remarkable what he has done this year. I mean, you look at the numbers. You look at he has 20 more home runs than anybody else, and that hasn't happened since Babe Ruth at any point in the season. Somebody had 20 more home runs and the next closest guy, the last person to do that was Babe Ruth, which immediately puts you in pretty good territory there. So uh, I'm with you. I think he gets it done. We're now four away from him tying Maris, five away from him passing him. Uh, it, I, I marvel every night that I watch him play the game of baseball. It is, it's special, and, it, and I've said this a few times now. It seems like every, every time he doesn't hit a, a home run for a few games, he'll go four or five days without a home run, People will start freaking out, and then he'll hit two in a single game, and he'll get right back on pace. So uh, what a year he's having, and to do it in, in Yankee Stadium in front of the Yankees fans as a member of the New York Yankees is, is pretty special, and it's a special season for sure. And, Ben, you know this, uh, being a minor league baseball player and playing at that level, um, the pressure that comes with also, as you talked about, you know, like in meaningful games that matter. You know, the Yankees stumbled. You know, Stan wasn't there for a while, and they could have collapsed, and they needed Judge to come up big for them. Just talk about the pressures of that and performing when everybody knows you're the big guy and they need you to win. Well, you know, I I think, yes, the pressure in New York can get to so many guys, and we see it happen all the time. It's different. Whether people want to admit it or not, playing in New York for the New York Yankees is just different, and the pressure can build up on you. And you know one thing that should have taught us all that pressure is not going to get to him? When when Aaron Judge at the beginning of the year had $215 million right in his hands, and he said, no, I don't want it. I'm going to bet on myself. That right there is putting – so much pressure on yourself. And he knew it then. He knew right then, okay, I'm betting on myself. This year is not going to be easy. That's a ton of pressure to put on yourself. And now we're here. He's at 57 home runs. He's five away from breaking the all-time American League record set by Roger Maris, who you said did it in a New York Yankees uniform. This guy was meant for the pressure. He was built for the pressure. We should have known it when he turned down that contract. And it's just a perfect storm of such an incredible year and a guy doing it in New York that embraces the pressure. And uh, it's, it's pretty special. It really is to watch. Uh, let's, let's flip over to the National League and the Dodgers, who are having an unbelievable year. They clinched the NL West. The Giants kind of got in their way last year by a game, Ben, but they've won it now, I think, eight out of the last nine years. Uh, uh, the division but the only issue I have is with their pitching and injuries. And I want, I know they keep winning despite it, but, but can they win a World Series with the injuries that they've had? 
and suffered. We already know they lost their ace, uh, Walker Bueller earlier, uh, for the season. Goslin's been hurt. Uh, you know, um, and, and, and they've had a couple other guys who have been hurt. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. Can they win the World Series with the pitching the way it is? So I, I think there's a couple things at play here. One, we need to acknowledge how incredible it is that when they want a division on September 13th. I mean, that is insane to think about, and it speaks volumes to how good the team is. Now, on the other side of this, I have some big concerns for the Dodgers, and those concerns are what is this rotation and bullpen going to look like come playoff time? The game of baseball changes when the calendar turns to October. That's just a fact. It becomes a different game. Pitching reigns supreme. Can you shut down the lineup? Now, the Dodgers have the best lineup in baseball. That is true. But everybody coming at them in the playoffs is going to have great arms. The the Max Scherzers of the world, the Jacob DeGroms, the Max Freeds. I mean, the, the arms will go on and on. The bullpens are good. These arms are good enough to shut down a good offense. Now, my concern comes from the pitching side where they're not going to have that guy. They're not going to have Walker Bueller. They're not going to have uh, Kenley Jansen in the back end of the bullpen. It's, you know, anybody right now that says that they are extremely confident in a guy like Craig Kimbrell coming out of the bullpen, well, I just struggle to believe that. Uh, I, I want him to be good. I, I want to watch Craig Kimbrell from the Atlanta Braves years ago, but that's just not the fact anymore. That's not him. So then you look at the rotation, and what are they, what are they going to throw at you in, in the playoffs? Now, yes, these arms have been good in the regular season, but Tyler Anderson, um, Tony Gonsolin, Julio Urias, I mean, yes, those guys have been good, but they're not the typical playoff arms that you, that we're accustomed to watching come out of the, uh, come, come into games for the Dodgers. And, and Kershaw, what are you going to get from him? He's had, he's been dealing with some injuries this year. He looks great the other night, but, uh, there are some big injury concerns and pitching concerns with the Dodgers come October and pitching reigns supreme in the playoffs. So, uh, what are they going to do? I, I'm not sure, but uh, I, I'm not so sure that this pitching staff is conducive of winning a World Series. But uh, if anything can make up for it, it's the offense that they do have. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. 
sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Our guest is Ben Verlander, of course, with FoxSports.com. He's a baseball analyst, and he has a podcast you need to check out as well. How about the Mets and Braves Coming into Wednesday, Ben, who's going to win that division? Half a game separates the two. The Mets have lost uh, six of their last four, uh, six of their last ten, I should say. Uh, so they're scuffling a little bit. The Braves are scuffled as well. None been as as sharp as uh, they had been. But who's going to win this division in the, in the NL East? So for me, and I hate talking schedule and and stuff like that when it comes to baseball. It's baseball, and anybody can beat anybody on any given night. But when it comes to the Mets and the Braves, these two teams are both so good. They're so close in the standings. The Braves have been the best team in baseball since the beginning of June, and the Mets have have been really good. And the division lead hasn't crumbled to any fault of their own. They've been good. The Braves have just been unbelievably good. So now they're neck and neck in this NL East as it comes down the stretch. And the Mets have the easiest strength of schedule left in, in the game of baseball. And, you know, that it really starts to matter when you look at these two teams are great. And then you start looking at who the Mets have left to play. And it's the Cubs, the Pirates, the A's, the Marlins, and the Nationals. And then there's a series with the Braves mixed in there as well. So well, those, those teams you just mentioned, I would call uh, MLB welfare because that's, yeah. that's pretty <laughs> Exactly. Easy. So, you know, if I had to pick right now, I'm a big, big fan of both of these teams. I would pick the Mets simply because of how easy their remaining schedule is. Okay, last thing, Ben. Albert Pujols, unbelievable. I mean, who knew? 
I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of Angel fans saying, uh, where was this uh, the decade when you were uh, playing for them? But here's the question to you. If he doesn't get to 700, do you come back next year? Right? Do you come back next year uh, and, and try to get there if he doesn't get it? So I have had this conversation with myself many times, and I just I don't see a world in which he's sitting at six ninety nine and he doesn't come back. I just I I, str- I feel like we're going to have a Mister Three Thousand type situation. Uh, now I will say he's gotten himself into such a great spot with twelve home runs since the All Star break. He has legitimately been one of the best hitters in baseball since the All Star break. So. I think he gets it done. I'm hopeful he gets it done and can get there. I will also add that literally today on, on my podcast, I had John Smoltz on, and I asked Smoltz this same question. One, to tell me a story about Pujols, which was great. Um, but two, does he get to 700? And if not, does he come back? Because he said he's not. And Smoltz, Smoltz kind of had the same feeling, but added, I, I do believe him. I got, he said, I got to play with him in his career for a little bit of time. I got to know him. And I think he's at a place where he is satisfied with his career, no matter what happens. And he has come to terms with, with this being the end of it. So Smoltz seems to think no matter what happens this year, he's done. But I, I struggle to believe he's going to sit on 699. Yeah. It is, it is hard, but to, to come back for one more year just to get one home run is uh, interesting. Hey, Ben, thank you so much for your insight. We appreciate it. Check him out, of course, at uh, foxsports.com and uh, listen out for his podcast. Where can people get your podcast, Ben? Yeah, it's uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's called Flipping Bats with Ben Verlander. And it's just all about growing the game of baseball and talking about it in the best way possible. So, yeah, I appreciate that. All right. There you go, Ben. Appreciate you. Stay well. Of course, man. Always love coming on. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? In this world, it seems like the only thing certain is that everything changes, and the world of baseball is no different. Big changes are coming to MLB next season, including the stricter use of a pitch clock, an amending of defensive shifts, and the implementation of larger bases. Now, why keep trying to change the sport? Well, here are a few reasons. First, the pitch clock. There has already been a timer for pitchers on the books, but it's rarely enforced. Next year, there will be a 30-second timer between batters, 15 between pitches with the bases empty, and 20 with runners on. With the clock in place this season in the minors, the average AAA game took about 2 hours and 43 minutes, a reduction of a whopping 21 minutes from last year. Now with shifts, in an effort to get more successful balls in play, the new rules will force two infielders to be on either side of the second base bag prior to every play. The league-wide batting average on balls in play, or BABIP, this year is 291, which would be the lowest number in a season since 1992. Now, the bases will also increase in size by about 3 inches, which will create about a a 4.5-inch reduction between bases. Now, the aforementioned pitch clock also limits throws to first, which, in addition to the larger bases, when it was put into effect in the minor leagues this season, increased stolen base success rate from 68% in 2019 to 77% in 2022. 
Like it or not, 2023 will be a brand new era for MLB. And what the, that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My, oh my. Is it foul or is it fair? And now, from MLBbro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. J.R., is it foul or fair to say that with the exception of maybe Max Scherzer, who has made only 20 starts, that the top MLB free agent signings didn't pan out for teams who invested big bags to acquire them this past season? Fair. It's a fair ball. That's not to say that it won't work out in the future. But let's start with Carlos Correa over there in Minnesota. He was supposed to add the extra punch to the Twins lineup, be another superstar to align with Byron Buxton, a big name, and they paid him like a superstar. Three years, $105 million. Well, it doesn't look like the Twins will make the playoffs, and Correa only has 20 homers and less than 60 RBI. You could say he fell short of expectations in year one. Marcus Simeon is on a tear in Texas to end the season, but the Rangers were never in the playoff hunt, and Simeon's season was marked with inconsistency at the plate. As the team improves, the second baseman should get off to a faster start with another season under his belt and really earn his bag. He still played gold glove defense, and his production is among league leaders since the All-Star break, as he also went 2020. His mate up the middle, Corey Seager, had 30 bombs, but less than 80 RBI to go with it, and a batting average below 250 suggests he has some improving to do in year two as well of his mega contract. Trevor Story's been somewhat of a bust in Boston. He's only played in 94 games. He's had some injuries. His slugging percentage is 80 points lower than his career mark of 514. His OPS is down 100 points, and he's hitting 30 points less than his career batting average. To top it off, Boston finished in the cellar in the ALE so far. Marcus Stroman brought a lot of optimism, energy, and excitement to the Cubs at the beginning of the season. Things in Chicago didn't go exactly as he planned. After signing a three-year, $71 million deal, Stroh suffered through a few injuries and, like his team, never quite got going. Currently, he has a 3-7 and seven record and has only pitched 112 and two-third innings with just 21 starts after hurling almost 180 innings last season and 32 starts. All in all, these guys have time to prove that they were a great investment. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. Now let's welcome in a baseball writer, a friend of mine. He put in 46.6 years at Newsday. We're going to give him the point six. So really, normally when you do the averages, that would be 47. 46 years at Newsday on Long Island. Started covering baseball in 1975. One of my... Good friends, Mr. Steve Marcus. Steve, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Rob. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, And I had to call you and talk about what's happening with the Yankees and Aaron Judge. I wanted to get somebody who's, you know, living it on Long Island and hearing all the stuff and the fans. And first of all, how surprised are you that it looks like he's going to, you know, break Roger Maris's record? I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised, uh, because, you know, since we've passed the steroid era, it's really been, I say era, E-R-R-O-R, Rob. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, the, the standard really has been, you know, 50, 52, 
Um, you know, Judge, Judge did it when he was a rookie. Um, uh, Pete Alonso on the on the Mets. So you know, you expect home runs nowadays to be fifty, maybe fifty-five. Obviously, now he's on the precipice of you know of getting to sixty. It is yes, and 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 I w- I would say this to do it in the pressure cooker, which is New York, and you covered baseball and uh, for a long time there, and you you've seen a lot of players, Steve, melt in that city under the pressure and the big lights and all the reporters. Judge seems to be built for this. He really is, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm old. I'm old enough, uh, not that I covered, but to remember when Roger Maris was approaching Babe Ruth's record. And you, you know, listeners have to understand that you know Ruth Ruth hit sixty in nineteen twenty seven, and nobody came close until Maris in nineteen sixty one, um, and. Even without it being a time of social media and internet and a lot of TV coverage, I mean, Maris was hounded every day to the point of where Rob, as you know, he started losing his hair. Wow. It it had to press on him, and he was able to get there. And it is a different age. If I remember correctly, Steve, when he hit that 61st home run, at Yankee Stadium, there were only twelve or thirteen thousand people in the stands. Wasn't so the it a reason, day game? So the the, re, the reason the reason for that was that the commissioner at the time, Fort Frick, had already said that regardless of what Maris was going to do, his final total, that he wasn't going to recognize it over Ruth, who, by the way, he was close friends with, because Maris wasn't doing it in you know in the hundred and fifty four game season, right. So people and, people bought and, and into so that for years, for years and years. There was this perceived asterisk that that accompanied Maris's sixty-one home runs. That was later removed, although it had never been in the record books. It was it was something that most people presumed was. It was removed by Faye Vincent. So you know, Roger Maris is the American League, uh, you know, record holder with sixty-one home runs. All right, our guest is Steve Marcus, a former sports writer, baseball writer with Newsday there, 46 years. Started covering Major League Baseball in 1975. And you sent me a text today that really just moved me. And I said, I got to get your reasoning and thoughts on this. And you say, if Aaron Judge gets to 62 home runs and breaks Roger Maris's record, uh, in the American League or just record period, you would consider this the legit single-season record would belong to Aaron Judge and not Barry Bonds. Explain. Absolutely, 100%. Well, I mean, so so look, so after, after Maris hits 61 home runs in 1961, again, nobody comes close until, Rob, 1998, and and a guy named Mark McGuire hits seventy. Well, has Mark McGuire hit seventy? Well, he's you know about the size of Judge, big man, you know McGuire and 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 Canseco and all of that. And so you know, well, here we got a, a big guy that's doing it, and everybody's going wild and this and that. But later on, we find out why he and Sosha and and then later on Barry Bonds. You know, 
why did they get to these big numbers? Because they they very likely were assisted by steroids. All right, let me stop um, you. Here we go. Yeah. Were they the only ones using it? We know that Andy Pettit and Roger Clemens are a couple. Steve, when we look in the baseball, when we look in the reference of players busted for using steroids, there's way more pitchers than hitters on that list. So I well, say to you, those they were facing guys who also were using juice. Is that not – don't you take that in consideration? Rob, I know I don't want to be cliche here, but you know, two wrongs don't make a right. No, I'm not I saying it's like right, but I, I agree with you that they're wrong. They broke the rules, but I just think it's unfair to just look at them and not think of who the other guys they were facing. That's all I'm saying. If Pettit and and Clemens were using it, you're going to tell me nobody else was using it on the mound? Well, no, but that's I'm I'm not I'm not sure that that's the point though. That that there there were many there were many players. That that we're using, you know, art, artificial stimulants, but the point is, we're talking about people that set records doing it. So if if Brady Anderson hit forty home runs, you know that's that's great. A guy about five feet tall that did it, <laughs> and yeah, there's there's that specter of steroids with him, but it wasn't didn't set a record. You know, the the home run was a, was the hallowed record in Major League Baseball, Rob. Way before you and I were born, right? That somebody could hit sixty home runs. It was Ruthian, and that's where the word came from. So now, the home run records have been have been uh, diluted and diminished. And so, what do what do they mean? So, if Judge reaches sixty two, it's going to be great. It's not going to be the record. Not going to be recognized as the right. record, but in your you mind, can have, you can have this seventy-year-old baseball writer say to you, who's kind of a purist, that I'm, I'm, you know, I consider it to be the record, but it's not going to be a record. Right. Um, that's a, that's already been said by by Bud Selig, um, and then Rob Manfred that they're not changing the record books. Right. So what does it mean anyway? If you no, want to get I into just, that type of conversation, no, I wanted I just think, to get your take because I thought it was interesting. Yeah. But there he is, Steve Marcus. Uh, he knows more baseball than I that, that forgot more baseball than I know. My good buddy, Steve. I always want to check in with you on the podcast. Thanks, my man. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Rob. Always. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Track three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Reason number 455 why Major League Baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. And it all comes with the way people see baseball. People can watch the game, play the game, uh, be an analyst for the game, be just a fan, and nobody sees it the same. Take CeCe Sabathia, who thinks that Shohei Otani already with a lifetime 265 batting average and no Cy Youngs is the greatest player we've ever seen. You got to give him the MVP. The guys, he's so you're going to show over Judge. I am. Well, if he won it last year, he's arguably having a he's better, better year than last year. And, 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 so. and I understand everything that Judge is doing. He's going. I think it's going to be incredible to watch him, you know, chase down 61 in the Yankees uniform. And if it wasn't for him, they would probably not even be in the playoff picture. 
but this guy is literally the best player that we've ever seen. I understand why CC is so enamored by him for a guy to be a two-way player and, and be good at both. But I'm sorry, he's not the greatest player we've ever seen. This is way too premature. But then again, this is baseball. And this is what fans do. They love to debate about who's the best and who's the best players we've ever seen and where they fit and rank in the game. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.